Hi, I'm James Kotecki. You're listening to the C-Space Studio Podcast. Interviews with technology, media, and marketing leaders from CES 2020. Hi, my name is James Kotecki. You are in the C-Space studio at CES 2020. And joining us is Ricky Ray Butler, the CEO of the Branded Entertainment Network. Hey. It's nice to meet you. Hey, likewise. Thank you for having me. Do you this call it exciting. Ben or did you typically We usually call go by Ben, okay. you know, bengroup.com. Okay. But um, yeah, we go by Ben. So from what I understand about Ben, your company is about product placement, which is something that's been around for a while, but you're mm-hmm. adding artificial intelligence into the mix. So can you just quickly contextualize what your company does? Absolutely. So we are an AI company that specializes in entertainment. And so that includes product placement you know, across all the SVOD platforms, TV, film, as well as influencer marketing, whether it's you know, on YouTube, Twitch.tv, TikTok, or Instagram. So I can use AI to better insert product placement into the content that I'm selling, if I'm selling you it to a market. You can better use AI to make more accurate predictions, whether okay. it's impressions, engagements, or actual sales. And how does this look in practice? Is it like there's a box of cereal and I can change it to be a different brand depending on who I'm trying to reach? Well, so when, when it comes to like doing the actual product placements, um, we focus on making sure it's a part of the storyline, ah. that it empowers the content, not distracts the content or disturbs the content. Uh, where AI comes in is they can figure out which content is going to best align with for the brand and have the deepest impact. So this is not like a CGI fixing it after the fact no. kind of thing. This is about a product that's integrated into the story and even in the, the writing process or the creation process of that piece of content, your AI technology was able to say, if you talk about this, that would be the best thing for you to talk about from a marketing perspective. Sure. It, yeah. it can help with messaging. Yeah. It can also help with which verticals and categories which to target. What's interesting about AI um, and with entertainment is that entertainment has more data than any other form of advertising. Hmm. There's and, and specifically around unstructured data. So that's like the creative, imaging, yeah. video, audio. And so when you take years of performance data into entertainment and then you utilize AI, specifically a form of machine learning that we call deep learning, yep. that you know really helps with the unstructured creative data. Um, you take that historical data, you use use the AI, and then you're able to make these predictions, and then the AI improves your campaigns month after month. So given that AI is making, uh, I guess, specific predictions for every customer of yours in every instance, are there kind of general high-level rules of thumb that you're able to talk about as far as what works and what doesn't when it comes to product Absolutely. Placement? Everything you've done with creating commercials or other forms of marketing materials, you have to throw that out the window. There's a different approach, and it's about you know, being inside the content rather than outside the content. And when you're inside the content, you have to be authentically a part of the storyline and in a, in a very empowering way. And it's one of those things where right now, ad avoidance is at an all-time high. Across the globe, 47% of people are avoiding advertising through ad blockers. In the United States alone, 65% of people have an ad blocking strategy just with television. Mm-hmm. And so we're seeing tremendous growth as a company because Brands are realizing in order to get a part of this, you know, SVOD battle and, and to get into content that maybe doesn't have, you know, an ad support. I mean, it's, it's not it's not ad supported. Yeah. Um, they have to get inside the content. In order to do it, you have to change your systems and processes and you have to use data driven um, processes and technology that can help you navigate all the content that is out there because there's more content today than ever before. 
as a viewer, is it better if a product that is placed in a piece of content takes me out of the story for a moment, like, oh, there's a Ford truck, and I just know, <laughs> or is it better to be so subtly integrated that I don't even notice it and it's more on a subconscious level? The most important way to really have a strong placement or integration is really empowering the content and being a part of the storyline. Mm -hmm. So a good example of this is something that we did you know, in the 90s with Forrest Gump, where he was drinking all those Dr. Peppers. Yeah. The Dr. Pepper was a part of the, the content. Another good example yeah. is, is Bumblebee and Transformers. Um, Bumblebee was actually originally supposed to be a Ford, and we came in and we made it a Camaro. Bumblebee was product placement, but it was a very yeah. important part of the storyline. Are there certain kinds of brands that you just wouldn't recommend for that kind of product placement marketing? Well, you know what? If the brands are relevant in our lives, they're relevant in content. Mm. Producers and directors, they're right now always in search for different opportunities to be able to make their content look more real. Having fake products um, um, just doesn't work. It takes you out of the story even more. It takes you out of the story and actually it's more of a distraction. Yeah. Now, there are other types of brands where it can be more challenging because you know, if you have a CPG brand or a spirits brand or automotive, yeah. it's very easy. Very, I mean, there's, there's going to be thousands of opportunities in a series to build to yeah. integrate. But you know, with platforms, it can be more difficult. But you know, Working with you know clients like TikTok or clients like Zillow, you know we've been able to see great success having those platforms being a part of storylines. And so you mentioned the the, the S five streaming up video on demand, streaming wars, and people people increasingly subscribing to platforms that there are no ads on. Do you imagine a future when some consumers literally never see? any kind of video ads because they've just paid up and they've subscribed to all these platforms? I believe there's always going to be some form of advertising, but being inside the content and doing brand integration is going to be a much bigger part of the marketing mix. Mm -hmm. um, because people, I mean, the reason why these streaming platforms are exploding like they are is because people can go and binge watch their favorite programs without any disturbance. And, and, and this is not something that's going away. We're seeing it across the board, and that's why... You know, there's, a, there's so much content today, and even though there's a lot of content, there's still demand um, for more content. And, and, and so, um, you know, the times of having a commercial before, you know, a piece of content, you know, those, those days are slowly disappearing, but there's going to be other ways to be able to make advertising more relevant. Are people eventually going to be able to click on the product placed products inside of content and buy it? Because I imagine that would create additional data for you about whether this is working. Absolutely. And this is going to be one of the areas that platforms are going to have to innovate um, in order to monetize more. And it's going to be through what is being seen within the content and, and engaging with it. Um, if you look at Vandersnatch, Look how amazing! Did you ever watch that on, on Netflix? No. Well, so it's basically There's a too choose, much on Netflix to watch. Uh, right. To be honest, but. It was a choose-your-own-adventure ah, yes. um, 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 yeah. um, film, mm -hmm. and they actually used products like cold cereal that you had to choose one cold cereal mm -hmm. to the other. Mm -hmm. That's just the beginning of, of of that type of engagement with brands within content. Talking to Ricky Ray Butler of Branded Entertainment Network. Um, I know that you also do a lot of work in influencer marketing. Um, what do you say to a brand that comes to you and just says? I want to get into influencer marketing. What's the first thing you tell them? Well, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of things that you have to be. First of all, you need to be data-driven. Um, there's a lot of people that they just check influencer marketing off, and they say, okay, we, did, we worked with a couple of influencers or a dozen influencers. We're good to go. Well, the truth is, influencers are not just the, tr the future of celebrities. It is television. 
These are programs, and content is now being more decentralized today than ever before. And so you need to have a very data-driven approach, utilizing technology, like AI technology, be able to monitor all that content and figure out which content you need to prioritize over others. And there's also a lot of risks that come with it. With all this content and this diversification, you know, you have to make sure you're, you're, you know, you're, you're doing things correctly, you're, you're following the data, and that you're avoiding um, working with influencers that have fake followers. Is it worth redefining the word celebrity now in 2020? Sure. Because, I mean, when, when, you know, if you go back 23, the era of Forrest Gump, for example, I mean, are we ever going to see a movie star with the level of kind of universal name recognition like Tom Hanks when now everybody, especially younger people, are watching just their own personal favorite vloggers or Instagram people or whatever, but people outside their network might not know who they are? Yeah, and you know what's so interesting about this? Like, there's so many more celebrities or influencers today. I, I personally like to call them today content creators. Mm -hmm. And one thing, it's not even, it hasn't really become localized yet. Localization when it comes to content creators and, and celebrities hasn't really taken off significantly um, um, across all the platforms. But I think that's the next wave. Hmm. But also, if you look at these like top tier celebrities from Hollywood or from, from music, like Selena Gomez, she has 140 million followers. Imagine if she started to become more disciplined um, with creating content. Mm -hmm. She would probably average around 50 million views on, on, on Instagram. Compare that to any other TV network or TV channel. Those numbers are monstrous compared to what is in traditional um, television. And so we're going to be seeing a lot more diversification, a lot more decentralization, but a lot of these top-tier talent from music as well as Hollywood, they're also going to become the future studios. And, and, and there's going to be a lot less um, relevant central organizations. My intuition, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that despite the numbers that you're mentioning, if somebody becomes a YouTube star, they would probably still prefer to be a traditional TV star or le leverage their like, web celebrity into that. Is that Sometimes, true? it's not true. Yeah. There's a lot. I know dozens of different creators and influencers that are offered TV um, um, opportunities all the time. And the truth is, it just doesn't pay as well as, as what they're doing online mm -hmm. with their own content. You have to remember, these aren't actors and actresses. Influencers and content creators, they are the future studios and TV channels. And so they're not really just a, a piece of the puzzle. They come with the entire puzzle in place, and they're making more money that way. Well, we really, we really appreciate you being here in our studio, the C-Space studio. Hey, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Ricky Ray Butler, CEO of Brandon Entertainment Network. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. This podcast is in partnership with the iHeart Podcast Network. 